0: welcome regent how y'all doing Uh, my name is colby i have a new life in christ and i'm in recovery for pornography pride control Uh, and i'd say the past week probably just a really critical spirit so uh what that has looked like is i got married two weeks ago and i am learning what it looks like to have a girl as a roommate we have currently been playing a game uh it is called why do you do that that way uh and i know it sounds funny and it sounds like a joke But I find myself asking all the time why uh, she loads the dishwasher the way she does, um, the way she really does laundry, everything. And it sounds funny, but I just realized that it led to me having a really critical spirit and just being impatient with her. So I had to go to community and confess that. And so that is, man, that is who I am. And so uh, I know I just said that I got married two weeks ago and I'm really excited to introduce you to uh, a guy that was my former roommate. Uh, He was also, he is my best friend and was my best man at my wedding. And so I wanna introduce you guys to Brad Kearney. He's gonna share his testimony tonight. So welcome, Brad.
1: Hey everyone, my name is Brad and I have a new life in Christ and I'm recovering from same-sex attraction and shame. I'll pause quick so you all can say my name back to me. Uh, (laughs) Growing up, I was known as the good kid and found my identity in trying to be perfect and following the rules. My family went to church every Sunday, and I accepted Christ around the second grade. I knew that I was a sinner and believed that Jesus paid the penalty of my sin through his death on the cross so that I could live with God forever. But I didn't know how to live out my faith. Christianity seemed to be all about following the rules, mostly a list of things not to do. If I didn't have sex, do drugs, or drink alcohol, then I was good. I knew what not to do, but I didn't know what to do. Around the age of 12, I sought out pornography online and ended up looking at gay porn. This was the start of my struggle with same-sex attraction. My parents monitored internet activity, so they saw what I was looking at and confronted me. They told me to stop looking at porn and then said, You're not gay. That was the only conversation we ever had about it. It was clear to me that this struggle was something that couldn't be talked about and that I just needed to not be gay. In an attempt to follow the rules and meet expectations, I compartmentalized my life. On the outside, I tried to be good enough for God and everyone else. I looked like a model kid who never got into trouble, but on the inside, I fed my struggle through porn and masturbation. I hid from everyone, terrified of being found out. I believed that no one could know me, know my struggle with same-sex attraction, and still love me. From 12 to 27, I never talked about my struggle with anyone. By God's grace, I've not acted out on my struggle, but it still felt like God had cursed me. I didn't understand why I had to struggle with same-sex attraction. I would have rather struggled with nearly anything else. While I would have never used these words back then, I believe that God didn't really love me. He just tolerated me. I believe that he didn't have good in store for me. I'd have to settle for half of a life. God used the the conflict of my compartmentalized life, my isolation from everyone, and my attempt to control everything to bring me to my rock bottom, and he met me there. He opened my eyes to see that I was living a shell of a life. I'd always always felt disqualified from living a good, full life because of my struggle, but God hadn't disqualified me. In John 10.10, Jesus says that he came that I may have life and have it abundantly. I had disqualified myself. I held myself back, enslaved to shame and fear. I was terrified that I'd end up alone, rejected by everyone. The irony is that I was alone because I was rejecting everyone in an attempt to protect myself. The question I couldn't escape was how long? How long was I going to live a shell of a life, unable to trust God and unable to be loved by anyone? How long was I going to forfeit the abundant life that Christ had purchased for me? I'd promised myself that I was taking the secret to the grave, but God used Proverbs twenty-eight thirteen to encourage me to confess. It says, whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. So in December 2015, I confessed to my friend. Much to my surprise, he didn't run for the hills. He looked me in the eyes and said that my struggle didn't define me. It was a huge burden lifted off my shoulders. For the first time in 15 years, I was honest and I was known. That was when I committed to start attending Regeneration. My first night at Regen was hard. I wanted to be anywhere else. I didn't want to tell these complete strangers about my struggle. This was going to ruin the reputation that I'd worked so hard to create. I knew that I needed to be here, but everything in me screamed for me to walk out the doors. I decided to trust God and to dedicate my Monday nights to seeking Him and His healing. I repeated those words to myself every Monday night, no matter how badly I didn't want to come. Once I got placed in a step group, I thought steps one through three would be easy. I was a Christian, I knew all the right answers, but these steps wrecked me. God showed me the stark contrast between what I knew to be true and what I actually believed. I knew God loved me and had good in store for me, but the way I lived my life showed that I doubted God's willingness to save me, heal me, or provide for me in the present moment. The foundation verse for step two opened my eyes to reality. Psalm 103, 2-5 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. In the present moment, God loves me, forgives me, heals me, saves me, pursues me, and seeks to satisfy me with good. God doesn't just tolerate me, He didn't curse me with my struggle, He cares for me. He is willing and able to heal me. Upon the foundation of God's goodness, I was able to face inventory and confession. These these were the steps I was most concerned about going into regen. How was I going to be that honest and vulnerable? What would my mentor think of me? Because of the reality of God's love for me, I was able to face steps four and five. Confession was a turning point for me. Someone knew the worst of me yet loved me and sought to help me work through the brokenness. I wasn't alone. God and God's people were with me. The most challenging step for me was step eight, amends. God convicted me to make amends with my family. This meant booking a flight home to California. I confessed my struggle, owned my rejection of my family because of my own fear of rejection, and asked for forgiveness. I also acknowledged hurts from the past that they had played a part in. It was hard, but it brought me closer to them and helped to continue to rob fear and shame of their power over me. Other amends conversations did not go so well. Oddly enough, though, I do not regret these amends at all. Even in the midst of a less than desirable response, it was totally worth it. God used amends to humble me, break down my defenses, and free me from shame. And I was able to share the gospel through it god used the 12 steps in regen to change my life i'm obviously not perfect i'm not sinless but i do sin less i've experienced long seasons of freedom from pornography and masturbation it's a daily fight for a pure mind and a right heart but god helps me to fight i'm quick to confess to my community group when i'm struggling or when i fall to temptation God is opening my eyes to see sins that seem relatively smaller, but contribute to my primary sin struggles in major ways. Shame, feeling different, fear, and perfectionism continue to be challenging for me, but these challenges are now an opportunity for me to trust and depend on God. 2 Corinthians twelve nine through 10 says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me for the sake of Christ then I am content with weaknesses insults hardships persecutions and calamities for when I am weak then I am strong the area that God has changed my heart and mind the most is being vulnerable and authentic with others it has been five years since I confessed my struggle for the first time In these five years, I've had many opportunities to share my testimony with others here at Watermark and all across the world. If I'm honest, I still don't like to share. I feel anxious and doubt myself each time. But it's God's story of grace, not my own. And I've seen God use it to break down barriers and invite others to be vulnerable. God has changed my heart from believing the lie that my sin is worse and that I'm unlovable to believing that God loves me and can use this story for good. I'm now co-leading a group of men through the 12 steps. They encourage and challenge me to seek the Lord with my whole heart. I'm encouraged by the way that I see God changing and redeeming each one of them. They've been bold in their authenticity and honesty since the very first night. The current stay-at-home orders and situation with COVID-19 has been an adjustment for us all as we've switched to virtual meetings. I've been encouraged by my group's continued dedication to working through the steps and the ways that they continue to confess and encourage one another. The season has also been particularly challenging for me. In the last six months, nearly everything in my life has changed. And that has only been amplified by the current pandemic. God has exposed an idol of comfort in my life. I don't like change. I don't like when good things come to an end. I'm fearful that new seasons won't be good. I want my life to be a constant up and to the right, always getting better. I continue to struggle to trust that God is good, that he loves me, and that he will ultimately work all things together for my good, even if it doesn't look good at this moment. I so often associate challenging with bad, but this season isn't bad, it's just hard. It is an opportunity for me to trust God, depend on him, and daily walk the 12 steps. To conclude, the Regen steps aren't magic. They won't heal you or set you free, but God can use them to change your life, just like he has changed mine. When I started Regen, I was a slave to shame and fear. I struggled to trust God, found my identity in what others thought of me, and tried to control every aspect of my life. Because of Christ, I am no longer a slave to my shame, fear, or feelings. I am free to live, to be known, to love God, and to be loved by God. I was once defined by my sin, but because of Christ, God sees me as a blameless and beloved child. He's still working on my heart, but he has brought me from absolute bondage to a place where I can say in front of all of you that my name is Brad, I'm recovering from same-sex attraction and shame. Christ has set me free.
0: Let's go, Brad. Guys, uh, I just get so excited. I don't know if you're encouraged or not, but that encourages me so much to hear a guy who sits there and says, I do not like telling the story. I know Brad personally, and he doesn't like to share And just to see the growth is amazing it makes me think of uh second corinthians 5 18 it says all of this is from god who through christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation to see god reconcile brad and then brad get to go reconcile with his family and i don't know if you heard him it's not that uh he is sinless but that he sins less brad i'm encouraged by you i love you and i'm so thankful uh to call you my friend and get to hear your testimony. Uh, And that blessed me more than I realized uh, I needed. So let me pray for you, brother. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for Brad. Thank you for uh, just his faithfulness and what you've done in his life, knowing that that story is not his story, that is your story that you've given to him to faithfully steward and share with others, knowing that he's not doing any saving, he's not saving himself, but he has put his trust in a God that loves him and cares for him and knows that it's not about being perfect, but about progress and pursuing you, Lord. So thank you for Brad, thank you for his testimony, uh, just his faithfulness tonight, thank you for his friendship uh, and how sweet it is to be reminded that you love us and care for us, and that we don't have to be slaves to bondage and sin, but there's a freedom and a newness of life that we can walk in because of what you've done on the cross. I pray if anyone doesn't know about that tonight or has questions or says, I've never heard that before, Uh, I pray that they'd reach out and ask questions. So Lord, thank you for tonight and this opportunity. I pray for all the participants that uh, they would draw closer to you uh, and confess and walk um, just in a nearness with you. So Lord, thank you, Uh, Lord's name we pray, amen. (laughs) Guys, uh, thank you so much for joining in with this. Just really quick, um, if you're having any troubles with any of the links or anything like that, or like I said in the prayer, if you heard something and you're sitting there thinking I've never heard anything communicated that way I didn't know there's a newness of life that I can walk in I would ask that you'd reach out uh, and email Regen at watermark.org and we'd love to help with questions if we can pray for you or help you get connected and so uh, also if you want to connect with us follow us on Facebook and um, Instagram we're gonna start posting stuff on there just for you guys to encourage you and we want to connect with you so connect with us there also and then I just want to let you know be brave god loves you and he can change everything let's go guys y'all have a great night thank you